0: need an extra hand
1: or dreaming of going hands-free? Yes, you can, even with twins. Moms and dads everywhere have discovered the convenience and ease of baby wearing their twins and enjoy the closeness it provides. Today, our expert panel is here to share how they did baby wearing with their twosome. This is Twin Talks.
2: The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge! Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So
3: can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble!
1: You're not having any more, are you? At least
2: you're not octo mom.
1: If you're pregnant with twins, or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, parenting times two. Welcome to Twin Talks, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting and new parents of twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart Fitzgerald. Now, have you heard about the Twin Talks Club? Our members get bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. You can subscribe to our monthly Twin Talks newsletter and learn about the latest episodes available. And another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free app, the Twin Talks app, available for Android, iPhone, and Windows mobile devices. Well, first of all, let's get started, and uh, we'll introduce our panel guests here in the studio. I'm Julia
4: Wickman. I'm 31. I am a elementary school teacher, and I have boy-girl twins. Uh, they're 14 months old, Marcel and Claire.
0: All right.
3: I'm Shelley Steely. I'm a high school history teacher, and I'm also the producer here at Twin Talks. I have identical twin boys, Grayson and Sawyer, who will be two next month, and I'm 28 weeks with a singleton, a girl. Um, Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about our virtual panelist program. So you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also join in the conversation from home by using the hashtag TwinTalksVP. So if you want to stay connected when you're not in the studio, check us out online. All
1: right. And I'm your host, Christine Serfitzgerald, and I've got uh, identical girls that are going on five. And I also have a singleton girl who is
0: 19 months and
1: thinks she's five. (laughs)
0: when you bring your child home for the first time you want a baby monitor you can trust when you choose stork you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate oxygen saturation and temperature visit massimostork.com to learn more stork a revolutionary baby monitor is born Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Here's a question from
1: our listener Jennifer in Portland, Maine. I know that folic acid is a big deal in pregnancy. What kinds of foods can I eat to make sure I get enough for my twins?
5: Hello, I'm Lindsay Senebeck, a registered dietitian nutritionist in San Diego, California and owner of NutritionInstinct.com. Folic acid is incredibly important during pregnancy due to its role in DNA synthesis and cell division. Before I answer your question, I think it's worth mentioning that a woman actually needs to consume adequate folate prior to conception so that enough folate is available during the first five weeks or so of pregnancy when the baby's nervous system is developing and the cells are replicating rapidly. Luckily, in the United States, grains like pasta and bread are fortified, Uh, with folate, so this is helpful in meeting your needs both prior and throughout pregnancy. And then to continue meeting your needs during pregnancy, you can get folate from a variety of sources. Lentils are actually one of the best natural sources. One cup provides over 300 micrograms, uh, which meets over half of the required 600 micrograms per day um, that you'll need during your pregnancy. Other great natural sources of folate include lentils, sunflower seeds. Peanuts, asparagus, spinach, corn, kiwi, and orange juice. I also recommend taking the prenatal vitamin throughout your pregnancy just as a backup. Thanks. Before Shopify, were you wondering where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the chit ching
1: Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof.
5: Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.
1: So let's get started. So we have Julia and Shelley in the studio today. And um, today's topic is baby wearing twins. And uh, we're talking with our expert panelists who've successfully done baby wearing with their twins. So thanks for joining us. Uh, well, you know, what are the advantages of, of baby wearing? I mean, I, you know, I know that there's this – I see this big resurgence of, you know, wearing kids, you know, for singletons. It's, it's pretty common. But when we think about doing two, sometimes people go, oh, my gosh, can you really, you know, baby wear two at a time? So – but uh, what, are, what are the advantages of uh, baby wearing twins?
4: Well, for me um – I don't think I'd ever leave the house a lot of the times because I have my big double stroller and I. Um, somebody invites me somewhere and I'm like I can't get around with that, I can't do that, I can't go there and I am always thinking about what won't work, that's just kind of my personality, I'm looking at all the pitfalls so when I'm wearing them I can go through large crowds I can go into restaurants, you know usually I just strap one to my back, carry the other one in and we get in high chairs and we have no problem, we don't have all this luggage to fold up and carry everywhere
1: so it just makes my life more livable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can go and see and you're not carrying you don't have a stroller with you. So I mean I do
4: sometimes have a stroller Mm -hmm. with me. If it's a long day, I carry a stroller and I put their diaper bag and lunch and whatever else I want my purse with me. But for most days, um if I'm going grocery shopping, you know, it gets us in and out of the parking lot. It if I'm going out to eat, if I'm going shopping, if I'm going to the Wild Animal Park, I, I prefer to have my carriers. Mm-hmm. And if I have my husband with me and we both have our
1: carriers, then it's so easy. That's so easy. Just, just to get out. I think in mobility is is a really a big thing because I know sometimes – I mean, strollers are great, you know, especially if you're doing like a, a long, you know, all-day thing. But sometimes if you're just going in and out and you know, and you, you wanna have that extra, bill, I mean like like grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. Wrote,
4: in the beginning, before I really discovered this, I'd talk myself out of going places. Ah, because ah, I'd be like, then I have to get the stroller out of the garage and then I have to fold it up and then I have to put it in the trunk and then I have to unfold it and put them in and all I really wanted to get was eggs, so it's probably not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd talk myself out of going to places because I felt so overwhelmed being mm-hmm. a first time mom with twins. Mm-hmm. that uh, it just it made it so much easier just to do what everybody else is doing with their one baby. Right, right. I totally
3: agree. Yeah, for us, um, my husband and I work opposite schedules, so when we are both home, we love to get out and do stuff. Um, you know, we, we're lucky here in San Diego. There's the zoo, there's amusement parks, there's walks, there's the beach, there's so many things to do. Um, street fairs, farmer's markets, and there's not a lot of room for a giant double stroller all those places nor do you want to deal with like you said get the stroller out unfold the stroller strap to not happy about being in the stroller kids into the stroller hope that they want to stay you know and so um for us sure on long day trips we'd still bring the stroller but how great is it to have the option of you know most people you've seen them like at the zoo is a perfect example how many parents have you seen with a baby on one hip pushing an empty stroller right I mean, the kids are going to want to be up anyways, so why not hold them up and still be kind of hands-free? Getting places was important, too. Stairs are a twin mom's worst enemy. I mean, I'll just say that right off the bat, because you have to get two kids up the stairs somehow, and so even just visiting a friend's house, um, or my brother, he has stairs to get to his house. So how great is it to be able to just one baby on your back, hold the other baby, or wear the other baby, and you can get up the stairs versus... I mean, standing at the bottom with your stroller, calling somebody. Yeah. Can you come down and get (laughs) us? (laughs) Um, And, you know, grocery shopping, too. I mean, like Target and other big stores have the double carts once your kids are big enough to sit in them sometimes. But um, they're not always easy to find. And then it's almost like if you're not willing to wear a baby, how are you even going to buy your groceries? So it's really, I mean, just about convenience, keeping an active lifestyle, being able to know, okay, I can just go somewhere with yeah. my baby.
1: Yeah. Now you know. Now I also think that besides the getting out aspect, I mean, what I found is when they were really young and being at home, there's like that whole soothing factor. I mean, you know, you. I mean, we've got the the bouncy chairs, the vibration chairs, and everything else. And sometimes you know you can plop them down, but then they're not you know always happy and they want that closeness just and to be just held. so they just the even yeah. now
4: mine. Are, I mean, mine aren't infants; they're you know budding toddlers. But even now, they just want to be held sometimes, and people notice. Like, and you have
1: two arms, yeah. Well, and <laughs> they get tired. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and people tell me that, like, that aren't super excited about my baby wearing. They're like, "Well, you have two arms," and it's like, try all day. Try, try <laughs> carrying. No, try carrying. Try, try carrying. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, you've got laundry, yeah. yeah,
1: laundry so and dishes and everything else you got to do.
4: Yeah, just putting. Usually, they can go from tantrum to just. Hanging out on my back. They just sit there and, and then, you know, I'll wear. Usually luckily they're not both having a tantrum at the same time usually <laughs> so usually you can kind of just soothe that one kid mm-hmm. and it kind of gives them that comfort it's almost like swaddling oh way. it
1: is yeah i found i mean when i you know wore my girls that i mean there really was this this almost instant calming effect mm-hmm. of just being you know skin on skin and really you know close and having you know the scent and you know especially when they were breastfeeding i mean even if they weren't nursing on me i just felt like they, i knew that that, that could, you know, get them to a point where they're they're relaxed and then maybe you know at that point then i might put them down to sleep something like that so it's i found that to be such a great lifesaver and
4: it gave them that one-on-one time that i'm always worrying you know being a twin parent that you know you're all constantly splitting your attention but sometimes they just need that extra time with mom you know so that just being up there they're happy and the other one might be playing or doing something else but you can just wear and yeah get what you need done
1: so now speaking of one-on-one time okay and then this is you know again for twin moms this is kind of the the big question so you did tandem baby wearing and you did you know the one-on-one so how did you you know work that out and you know were there special special situations where you said this works for two um so I always have like always have
4: two carriers with me (laughs) because I never know when I'm going to need that second one and it's actually at the point where We started with my husband had a carrier and I had a carrier and I'd use both. But I use soft structured carriers and they have to be adjusted to your body. Mm -hmm. So um, I really hated when we were having a meltdown and then I'd be trying to put my husband and he's a big uh, six foot three guy. And I'm frantically trying, you know, while they're both upset. Um, So I finally got my own two (laughs) (laughs) that fit to me. So I bring them everywhere and then, you know, it calls for the situation. Usually if we're grocery shopping, I like having my front space open to pick heavy things up or to reach into the cart. So I wear one on the back and put one in the shopping basket. Mm -hmm. But if um, I was at the wild animal park and for the most part, I just wore one and let one kind of toddle around and we trade off. But we went into exhibits where it just, you couldn't let them run around and they'd be grabbing things and they're still at the put everything in my mouth stage. Mm -hmm. So um, we went into the lorikeet exhibit where you get to hold the nectar and they get to um, come down and land on you and eat the nectar. So there, I already had one on my back and I grabbed the other one and put them up. And then we were able to walk around and see the birds and everyone was happy. And it was like being able to just carry one, but Mm -hmm. I could also hold the nectar and everything else and be ready to go.
1: And I was curious now, when it comes to uh, the tandem, I mean, you know, did you just jump in and say, yes, I'm going to do it or, you know, no, what, what, what ab- brought you so to say, hey, I, I can do this thing? I spent
4: like I had friends, you know, there's the common carriers that you see the most. And I had friends who had those. And I was like when I first had them, I was like, oh, you're so lucky that you get to do that. Like, I thought that just wasn't something I got to do. And I had a friend who was a very into baby wearing and has pretty much every type of carrier and, you know, the whole, the whole deal. And she let me borrow some and she had me join some groups. And then I started seeing all these people, not only with twins, but with um, kids close in age that they also need this, um, you know, to be able to get around and do things.
1: We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the different types of baby carriers and what are the advantages to each of them.
2: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
1: Well, welcome back, and we're here with our expert panelists and talking about baby carriers, and we're looking at the different types of uh, baby carriers available and what are the different advantages for each type. So the first one, um, we've got wraps. I think that's a pretty common carrier.
3: I think everybody's heard of, like, the stretchy wrap. There's a couple different popular brands, but it's a real stretchy jersey knit fabric. Um, I personally didn't have much luck with it because it's hot. I mean, mm-hmm. that stretchy fabric, the, the Jersey is a, it's, fabric is it's really, hot. really hot and boys born in July in San Diego. And w- I mean, I swear my body temperature still runs 10 degrees hotter than it ever did before. So um, it wasn't it was every time I just tried it was sweating. So mm-hmm. I wish I had known about the lighter, the woven wraps, the non-stretchy ones, because those are definitely cooler mm-hmm. and more comfortable, but with a little bit of a higher learning curve. Um, so. Stretchy and woven wraps are nice because you can wear, like you mentioned, two smaller babies Mm -hmm. on the front. Mm -hmm. So it's a good at-home option for newer ones. Um, And we were able to use them a couple times for just one Baby, um, but I have a friend who she wore her stretchy wrap with her twins in it until they maxed out the weight limit of the wrap. So mm-hmm. Tandem wore the whole time, and that's so that's a good option for some people.
1: And she put both both, both of them in one in single one wrap, wrap okay. on the
3: front until they hit the weight limit of the wrap. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. So once her girls were about 16, 17 pounds each. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a wrap is something that you definitely would want to have somebody come help you with because I, I just know. That if someone had shown me how to do it and I had developed a comfort level with it, um, you know, being a brand new mom and overwhelmed with two babies, I really needed another set of eyes. Sometimes you think, oh, well, you know, I'll ask someone in my twin group. Well, no one else does it. But my experience with people who are baby wearing experts, if you will, or leaders, is they want to help everybody, whether they have zero kids or 12. So Mm -hmm. just recently I've started looking into it for my next baby. And I wish I had taken advantage of the resources earlier because I just put out a, a post saying, you know, I'm looking to buy a carrier. Someone help me out. And a woman came over to my house and sat there with, you know, left her kids with her husband and sat down and said, let me show you different options. So I think um, it's a really, really friendly community. So right. wraps seem scary. I will I will say that they have a high learning curve. Right. Um, but they can be a great option for small babies. And they're very versatile. And yeah, really versatile. Yeah. So definitely, um, I, I think everyone should consider them because one wrap can go a lot of different ways um, and don't be scared that it's hard because somebody I mean wherever you live somebody will either somebody walk knows you how to or do some, them yeah. yeah and there's a and YouTube you.
4: video for everything yeah. too even yes. if you're in a very remote location and, and wraps
1: have been I mean what one of the stand yeah, I mean for thousands of yeah. years and so many different culture yeah. you know, different variations the, of, of doing wraps the yeah. stretchy
3: ones are the most popular and branded and they're available in the stores but they're really not always the best option for everybody so I would say something I wish I had done something I recommend twin moms do is go a little bit outside your comfort level try a woven wrap instead of a stretchy one because mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't know anyone who's ever regretted that decision Yeah, <laughs>
4: but the stretchy wraps are almost kind of like the gateway into baby wearing mm-hmm. what happens a lot is because you can get them for such a cheap price mm-hmm. that people do it and they go oh wow mm-hmm. like this is so much easier right <laughs> so that's a lot of people that I've met that was like oh well I got this and then I started researching it more because yes. it was helping because you know they were hands free and they could research it yes <laughs> so
1: we, and we, we started out yeah, yeah that,
4: that I think that's what happens a lot and also people can make their own woven wraps I mean it's just fabric so if you have basic sewing skills because a lot of time cost is what stands in people's way but I mean if you go and google it there are ways to make your own um, wraps you just have to make sure it's reinforced and look at the that's
1: uh, fabric quality. that's a great idea and
3: look outside I mean social networking is great for buy sell trade Mm -hmm. Um, buy a used one from somebody or borrow one from your local baby wearing group Um, no cost investment somebody will loan you one Um, here we have a a, like a lending library that you can actually pay to be part of and you can check out any carrier in their library so um, for somebody who's a little bit intimidated by a wrap and might kind of balk at I'm not spending $170 for something right. that looks like my tablecloth. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. Borrow one. Find a less expensive one. Ask somebody. Tell them, this is my budget. What can you help me find? Um, and there's there's wraps available for every budget if you're just willing to spend a little time in looking. And again, we know twin moms are short on time, but it's something you can do before you even have the babies here. Um, and definitely use your resources to find a good
1: That's a a great point. And in addition to wraps, um, how about ring slings?
3: Ring slings are really
4: nice. They were really nice when they were little because you just plop them in, you pull them out. It's one of those great, if all you're doing is getting from the car to the house or getting from, you know, you don't have to deal with figuring out how to tie it all off, you don't have to buckle everything in, you kind of just wear it. I almost felt like it was a pretty ex- um, extension, like, ooh, it's like a scarf. And they were really easy to breastfeed in. I mm. could kind of, you know, if you were concerned about modesty at all, wh- which in the beginning I was, now I'm just over <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Um, I could pull it up and have a little more privacy or when they were going through the distracted phrase, or there's kind of a tail from, you know, the extra fabric that goes through the rings. You can kind of just pull that back over you.
1: And, and a ring sling is it's kind of like a
3: wrap, it's right? It's basically
4: a wrap that's been sewn into a ring and it has that those two loops that there's, you yeah, tie through. Yeah, there's two rings and you
3: loop it it's through like, the It's like how
4: so many belts and mm-hmm. backpacks yeah. work and then you tighten it, mm-hmm. you know, so you put it on you put your baby in, you make sure they have a good seat, and then you tighten it, and then they kind of just hang. And it's kind of, it's the most that if you naturally just kind of let your child sit on your hip, mm-hmm. that's how I wear them anyway. Mm-hmm. There's lots of ways to wear them, and I've, I haven't i have tried them all. But um, for me, it's like they're kind of already sitting there, and they just hang out. And I know Uh, twin moms who do wear two ring slings and do one on each hip. Mm -hmm. I only had one ring sling ever, so I never really tried that. But I also know other tandem wearers who wear usually the smaller one in the ring sling Mm -hmm. on the front and then wear a um, soft structured carrier on the back and they can put the ring sling on. And then it's really easy to pop the front kid in and out. Mm -hmm. So that's really nice. So it's easy. It's easier than a wrap. It's easier than a wrap. Yes. You can't do, it's not as versatile as a wrap, but it's a great, like, having your car and just, you know, in-out. It doesn't take a lot of adjusting. It fits
3: compactly Yeah, I wish I I had done a little bit more research because now I heard sling, and I was thinking of those, like, old school baby slings where the baby kind of lays in them, and they're not really good for the airways, and they're not really, you know, they're not the safest thing, and especially, you know, small babies. I mean, the first time we tried to put Sawyer in a Moby Wrap, he like tucked his chin right under and terrified all of us you know so I was I was a little paranoid about how will I ever figure out a ring sling and how will I get my baby safe in this thing and so I didn't I didn't look into it um but I actually I'm I have one ordered for this next baby, and so um, a woman came over to my house to kind of show me how to use it. And now I haven't worn my boys in months because they outgrew the carriers we had, and they're they're independent. They were independent, so we didn't think twice about it. But they're in the super clingy phase, um, and so I was I was. Trying to figure out how to put this ring sling on And I picked up my Sawyer He's a little bit clingier right now He's got a case of the mommies, we call it And he, I mean, at 27 and a half pounds I just put him in the ring sling We tightened it up and he just snuggled right in And I was like, oh my gosh, here I am, you know, seven months pregnant And it feels like I'm not even carrying him And I have my hands free So they're definitely an option that can work for older kids too, and I think that's why a lot of people swear by them, is they're great when they're little, but it's also, with a toddler, it took two seconds to get him in and two seconds to get him back out, whereas Mm -hmm. when I tried a soft-structured carrier with my toddler, he threw a fit because it was like, okay, I got to lean over and I got to tighten this buckle and I got to put this strap and now he's on my back and he's so... um, I think that the the main benefit of ring slings is that they're super, super versatile Mm -hmm. and also inexpensive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can get one made out of linen, new for uh, like under $50, used sometimes for even cheaper. Um, You can get them made out of a woven wrap, which will give you a little more support for a heavier baby, but again, they're really not they're they're very affordable. They're not you know they're not going to be a three hundred or four hundred dollar piece of fabric like some of those fancier wraps could be. So they're versatile. They're affordable. Um, they're good for switching to between two people. Mm-hmm. So my husband's a lot taller than I am, but he can use the same size ring sling. He just has less of a, a tail, like she mm-hmm. mentioned, a fabric at the end. So it's really good tool for simple, affordable, versatile baby mm-hmm.
1: wearing. Oh, awesome! How about the uh, may ties? I mean not to be confused with my ties but the the, the May, May Tais. ties and uh, I wear think your this May is Thai while you drink yeah. May Tais. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is I think it gets the name because it's uh, originally chinese and we you know we think of some of those those um ornate tapestries that show you know women and they've got the the babies on their their backs right and it's that um I I think I, I've seen some I, that are very There are very ornate ones. and uh, Yeah, I don't know the exact history
4: of them. I actually, this is one I've never worn, but I kind of see it as the halfway point for people who like soft structured carriers and are kind of wanting to wrap a little bit more because Mm -hmm. it usually has a panel and then Mm -hmm. it has different... um, what would you call the... They're like the ties. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, ties. what would you call that fabric? <laughs> it has different, like, pieces of fabric that you wrap around and tie. It's adjustable in that, like she said, her kids grew out her soft uh, their soft-structured carrier. But this, you know, it fits a little bit more. It has a little more... And it's... Versatile, And again, it doesn't have all the buckles and all of the other stuff, so you can fold it up pretty easily and throw it. I think that's a big factor for a you lot could of people. You get a better
3: fit because yeah. with buckles, you know, there's an adjustment and you have to kind of find the right buckle slot and pull it to the right thing. Oh, yeah, kind of, and, I know. And the, with that one, every time you wrap it, you can get a different fit depending mm-hmm. on um you know who's wearing it so i know yeah. that's a benefit of them i don't have the patience for that much tying so it's not <laughs> it's definitely something again with a learning curve and that you have to be pretty good with wrapping and tying like a wrap. Yeah, it
1: does take some practice. So it's pretty much, it's like a a square of, you know, solid fabric. Mm -hmm. And then it's got the ties on the the top that Uh go around the shoulders. And and then then it's got the the ties around the waist. And kind of, you know, you bring it, you know, around the waist and then back again. Mm -hmm. And so I think with the, with the, the, with the May ties, you can either do a front carry or a back carry, Mm -hmm. right? So. I
4: think you can also do a side carry, a hip carry. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So you can tie them on that
4: way. So, and that's, you know they're a little more versatile than some of the soft structure carriers mm-hmm. but they're I, I, one of the soft structure carriers i have comes in three different sizes for the mom and three different sizes for the child where this has a little more time and i don't think you have to wear an insert with a tie, but i'm no. not entirely certain
1: for, for the
3: really yeah, small so you wear it, for you newborns you can start wearing it when they're really small when, um, um, smaller. It, it would be a good if you're not if you don't want to buy each of you your own two carriers, if you're mm-hmm. just looking to have two, um, uh, a May tie would be a good option because you wouldn't have to adjust it for you and your husband. Mm-hmm. You can both wear the same one just by tying it differently. So that would be a benefit. It also, because there's no buckles, rolls up really small. So fit easily under your stroller. So that'd be another benefit of that.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to say, the um, as far as fashion is concerned, I think, you know, with, with like wraps and ring slings and Meta, i've seen a lot of really cool fabrics and so you can be very creative Possibilities are endless. <laughs> i mean they're endless
3: <laughs> so I had
4: grand plans of only wearing wovens and i saw these beautiful fabrics and then in real life i usually had one up and the other one had the other end of fabric shaking it like, <laughs> at me. and I'm a sweaty mess just trying to get the
3: other one up. There's a so, lot of sweating involved in baby lo- wearing. You know, baby
4: wearing, <laughs> like, you know, you it's hard to go to the gym as a uh, twin mom. I am, I'm usually carrying an extra 40 pounds on me when I'm walking. It's like my only working out. As far as wraps and ring slings, there's also water versions. So oh, you can was twin moms to go you know, into I'm, a pool. I'm always scared at the pool. Like I said, I'm the worry warrior. I'm like, what if this happens and what if this happens? Me and too. I, I just go through all those scenarios because I kind of just like to plan for the worst so we can go and have a great day. So it's when something does happen, I'm like, I'm good. We're we're doing this. But um, so you can a sling in the water have one on you and then kind of holding the other one and help and just give you that more options. But I actually I have a um, a water wrap.
1: So I I wrap
4: and wear one on the front. So you can
1: take both of them in the water Mm -hmm. at the same time with one adult.
4: (laughs) I can. I usually don't. But some of the adults I go with, um, like the grandparents, Mm -hmm. they're great. But, you know, they're not as quick. It's, you know, it's been a while. They don't realize how quickly my two can get into trouble, (laughs) you know. So they'll blink for a second. So I still like to have that, like, backup ability to help and, you know, step in. Or if one's upset with who they're with, Um, but, yeah, I could theoretically.
3: One benefit to the water slings is um, showering. Yeah, a lot of people do that. So if you have – I mean, I was lucky enough to have two boys that when they did feel like sleeping, they slept at the same time, but not everybody is that lucky. In fact, I've heard from tons and tons of twin moms that they – one napped the other one was awake and vice versa and that can happen you know i mean and and some of them even preferred it because at least that way they were only handling one baby at a time but if you have one sleeping and one awake and you have a water wrap you could take a shower with your baby and oh. then you don't have to worry about dropping a baby or a toddler Slipping. running around the floor so um that's definitely one benefit and in retrospect i wish i had one just for that because there oh, were wow. so many times when i was like if only i could just shower so that i could leave my house <laughs> but what do I do with this kid you know Um, so that would be that's a definite benefit
1: what a great idea (laughs) okay now last the last type of carrier um, that we've got is it's a soft structured carrier this
3: one's the most popular so probably everybody's seen or heard of a soft structured carrier it's the kind that's like a backpack for your baby almost it's got a buckle around the waist it's got adjustable straps it has a buckle across the back I mean it's the ones you see in movies and commercials and everybody puts one on their registry
1: Um, right right I mean I know we, we started out using a wrap and you know, and when they were newborns, I think that was really great. But what I found is you know, I think you'd mentioned we, you know a lot of if you're doing breastfeeding and then if you're you know doing one it's and then you're you know kind of swapping off it's 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 a little bit more involved to unwrap them and take them out. but with the the soft structured carriers, it's so nice to be able to just clip in, clip out.
4: or for when I'm especially when I'm wearing both, I really like the soft structured carrier because a lot of times I just have them clipped around my waist and hanging down. Mm-hmm. We went to the Wild animal Park and it was up, down, up, down. And I did have my stroller, but it, I mean, it was—I wish I almost wish I w- hadn't brought it. Other than the fact that it was holding all of our other stuff, because they wanted nothing to do with it, and it was just—we con- were there with older kids too, so they were more mobile, so mine wanted to be. So in different scenarios, you know, a whole field trip would come through and I couldn't exactly let my little toddlers wander through that. So I already had it and all I had to do is quickly snap their mm-hmm. up and back down. So it's really nice.
3: And Yeah, those are the, we only used soft structured carriers mostly, um, I would say from about three months to probably 16 months when they outgrew the particular one that we had. Um, lifesavers, I mean, mm-hmm. we always, we had one that was adjusted to my husband and one that was adjusted to me. Um, But we always had them. I mean, we never left the house without them because you just never knew when somebody was going to want to be carried and and how much easier. Um, I learned to nurse really quickly in a soft structured carrier. It's fairly easy. It takes one or two times to get the hang of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really it's child by fire. I mean, it was like we were at the street fair and it was burning hot um, and there was nowhere to sit down. There was beer gardens but you can't bring an infant into a beer garden. Mm. And I was like, "Are you sure? Like he's not going to drink anything? He's right." <laughs> but there was nowhere to sit, and, oh my there, gosh. and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nurse my baby in a porta potty. That wasn't yeah. happening. So it was like, okay, well, let's see if we can make this work. And once I figured out that it could work, a whole window of yeah. Possibilities. And I think that the so. soft
1: structured carriers, I know. I mean, I have one. My, it has the little head support cover, mm-hmm. which is great for. Provides yeah. head support. When they fall asleep, you can Yeah. And then keeps right the sun off of them. Privacy. And then it's a little extra privacy if you mm-hmm. are nursing as well. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. a really great feature. No.
4: They're also, men are much more open to the soft structured carriers. If you're a twin mom and you don't want to wear both of them, mm-hmm. usually men, you know, it looks like a backpack. It yeah. looks familiar. It's not an so unusual floral yes. So they, it, I think it's more accessible to them. I mean, I do know men who rap, and they love it, and it's great. My husband was a little hesitant, even with the soft-structured carrier. And he'd be like, okay, and he'd put it on. But after about, like, five times, he, he goes... You you know, he asks for his specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, His has a Pac-Man print on it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And and they're great resale value. So, like I mentioned, my boys outgrew the particular one that we had, and I just figured, okay, we're done baby wearing. But um, I didn't even stop to think about reselling them. I mean, I wish I had, because you can usually sell a soft-structured carrier for depending on the brand, at least half of what you paid for it, sometimes almost all of what you paid sometimes for it. Sometimes more. And sometimes more if the print got discontinued. So, Summer, I mean, so when, you're, when your baby outgrows it and you want to continue it, there are tons of companies that make larger sizes. They're not they're not the one that's going to be on the shelves at your store. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we all do online shopping as twin moms. It's not that hard. So, um, I actually resold the two smaller ones that we had in order to buy, like, a bigger one. That's great. Um, yeah, that's so, worth. that's something that you know carriers have an initial expense especially some of the soft structured ones I know a lot of women will balk at $160 each yes. for a carrier you know but you've got to figure I mean we got a good year of use out of them and, and then I, I resold it. them yep. for almost what I paid for them. And freedom so. of life like yeah, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so in any type of baby wearing no matter which kind of carrier you decide is right for you um, you do want to make sure that you're following safe baby wearing rules. I know we mentioned a couple times small babies, um, moms being kind of paranoid, you know, you you worry when you can't see your baby. So um, the baby wearing guidelines, there's current guidelines for safety, and they're always changing and always evolving. So a good reason to stay in touch with your leader. Um, But there's just a quick kind of cutesy acronym for how to keep your baby safe. And um, it's called TICS. So each letter stands for something. So um, the T stands for tight. You want to make sure that the carrier is tight, not cutting off your circulation, but it needs to feel you know, close to you. Um, the buckles are secured. It's tightened around your waist. It's, you know, it's a close fitting thing. It's not going to be dangling off the side. Um, I is for in view. So you always should be able to have the baby, you know, in your view. Um, I know back carry, you can't always see a baby completely, but if a baby's on your back, they should be high enough up that you can turn and kind of see them over your shoulder. So basically you need to always be able to see your baby somehow. Um, C stands for close enough to kiss. Um, and this one, I think, is the one that I see most often when I'm out and about. People who aren't aware of this rule, um, where when your baby is on your front, you should be able to just lean your head down and kiss the top of your baby's head. If your baby's too low for you to kiss, then they're too low to be safely worn. So um, your baby shouldn't be hanging around your belly button or way below. Their head needs to be right up and, and close to you. Um, K is for keep chin off chest. And that's going to deal with those like suffocation airway issues that we dealt with Um, small infants especially um, they need to be positioned a certain way to keep their airway safe just like we do in car seats you know they do the car seat test just like we do in strollers so your baby's chin should never be tucked onto its chest it always needs to be that that space between it Um, so you need to really constantly be checking on your baby especially a newborn especially a preemie to make sure that their airway is open um, so that they're not kind of getting trapped under all that fabric. And then the last one is S, their back needs to be supported. I talked about that a little bit with the panel on the, the size of the babies as they get taller, make sure that, you're, that that panel or fabric or whatever's holding the baby's back is is supporting their back as well so that they're, um, they're close in there, they're fully supported. You don't have a baby that's only got like a little piece of fabric on their bottom because we wanna make sure that the baby's always safe inside the wearing. Um, and the the ideal situation is once your baby's in there you should be able to do whatever move your hands wander around freely but if you have a baby in incorrectly you're you're gonna risk a baby falling out (laughs) so just make sure that you're aware of the safe baby wearing rules that's just a quick acronym um you'll definitely want to read the instructions for your manufacturer talk to some other people um the first couple times have somebody check it out and make sure that that you you look safe and look good and mm-hmm. groups are good for that too you That's can post a, great a picture point. yeah, yeah.
1: Get, get help and maybe, you know, attend a local group so that, you know, so you've got local experts yeah, that can give you that extra tips. There's
4: hundreds all over the nation.
1: That's so. awesome. Well, thanks so much for everyone for joining us today and for more information about baby wearing twins or for more information about any of our speakers or panelists, visit our episode page on our website. And this conversation continues for members of our Twin Talks Club. And after the show, our panelists are going to talk about um, getting dads motivated to do baby wearing. So, uh, you, you you can join the Twin Talks Club. Oops, sorry, we'll just So after, after the show, our panels are going to talk about how we can motivate dads to, uh, to do baby wearing. And for more information about the Twin Talks Club, visit our website, twintox.com.
2: You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Well, uh, today we're going to have a special segment. It's called Special Twin Moments. And uh, we've got one of our panelists
0: here to share. Brenda. Well, my twins, when they were in elementary school, fairly young, like maybe second grade or so, for Thanksgiving project, they had to make
4: small cards that said what they were thankful for and why. And one of my twins wrote, I am thankful for my twin brother, Joshua, because he is the only twin that matches me.
1: (laughs) The only twin, of course. The only one. In his his world, there's, you know, I mean, everybody has a twin, right? Sure. (laughs) That wraps up our show for today, and we appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, for expecting parents, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies, and Parent Savers, your, your parenting resource on the go. Next week, we'll talk about preparing your twin nursery. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2.
2: This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider.
3: New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com.